and welcome to the Bible Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, and I'm here to help you understand what you just read in the Bible. Hi, and welcome to the second episode. I'm so glad you decided to come back and join me. Uh, Today's reading and episode will be over Job's chapter 17 through 39. Timeline is somewhere before 2100 BC. So we're we're still before Abraham, but we're after the flood in the Tower of Babel. So if you've done the reading, that's where we're at. Otherwise, please join me as we discuss a lot of Job. This episode's probably going to be a little bit shorter than others simply because we're in Job and Job is pretty self-explanatory here. The thing I want to make abundantly clear in case you didn't know or didn't hear me in the last episode, by the end of listening to Job's friends, you very much are going to want to throat punch them. Maybe not physically, but definitely emotionally, or at least you should, because what they tell Job is very wrong. In fact, I think God... puts it best. I mean, who else is going to put it best, right? So God says, God speaks in verse two of chapter 38, when he finally like sits down and says, all right, enough's enough. I'm going to address everything. He goes, who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Now that be an insult, kids. And then turns to Job and says, brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. So Job did ask a lot of questions. To be fair, Job was hurting, and God knew that, but God's going to address everything. Some people may see God as a little abrasive here, but really, he's going. he gives a lot of grace to Job, and he answers him, and he makes it very plain to not only Job, but to you as the reader, that your friends may mean the best for you, but that does not make what they tell you correct. And I think that that's an overarching theme of Job is that we are going to go through difficulties in our life that we cannot explain. We know why Job went through he went what he went through, but Job never knows. Job has no idea. All he knows is that one day things were going great. He was following God to the best of his ability. He was even making sacrifices for his children in case they sinned because he wanted them to have a right relationship with God and he cared about those around him. He did everything that he knew to do right and God had blessed him for that. And then the next thing he knows, it's all taken away. His children are dead. His cattle and everything are gone. He was rich and had family and now he's broke and has no one but a few friends that pity him and a wife that tells him to curse God and die because it's so bad. We can go ahead and address the wife comment because that is never the answer. I know, I know that things can be awful at times And it seems like there may be no hope, but there is always hope with Christ. And please, please reach out to somebody if you're in that stage, because you are so loved by Jesus that that is not the path he has for you. Please reach out. Please reach out and and talk to anybody, anybody. And please, please know how much you are loved and how wonderful as a person you are. You are so loved, Christ loved died on the cross for you. If you were the only person who ever accepted him as your savior, he would die on the cross just for you. That is how much you are loved. And I know that people don't always treat you that way. And that is a shame. And that is something that they will answer for. But you are loved, my friend. So please seek help if you are in that period where things are going as crappy as they possibly can be going. 
and you don't know which way is up and you don't know what to do and you feel like giving up, please, please reach out because your life means so much more than what Satan is whispering in your ear. I I just cannot stress that enough from the bottom of my heart. Please reach out to somebody. If you are Job's friends and you mean well and you mean the best, please watch your words. Nobody needs to hear literally 36 chapters of you going on and on and on about what you think is going on in somebody's life. Job did nothing wrong. God was showing him as an example. And while Job and you may not know that, it is not for your place to say that they did something wrong in the past or this or that or the other. Sometimes God allows us to go through struggles and storms that we are not going to know the answer as to why until the other side of heaven. Please, please don't be an asshat for the love of everybody that deals with you. Do not be an asshat. If somebody's going through something and it sucks, and I do mean sucks, you know what? You have the full permission of the Bible to tell your friend, I am so sorry that you have to go through this. This sucks awful. I will pray for you and I am here for you if you need someone to talk to. I love you. End of story. That's all you need to do. So if you have a friend that's grieving, tell me an asshat. Okay? Don't tell him God has reason for everything. He does. Nobody wants to hear that in the middle of their storm. I need you to get a bucket and help him bail out of the ship. So we just entered a, apparently a soapbox of mine. I would apologize, but I stand by all my statements. All of that to say, sometimes you are not the friends of Job. Sometimes you are Job. <laughs> and when you are Job and you've got your loved ones there and they mean that they mean the best for you. I'm not talking about your enemies. I'm not talking about your haters. I'm not talking about the people that are telling you to curse God and die. I am talking about the people that love you, that took pity on you, that feel sorry for you, that don't know what to say. And instead of just saying, I'm sorry, this sucks and I'll pray for you, they start waxing poetic like Job's friends do. Anything they tell you. And I don't care if it is a spouse, if it's your best friend, if it's your mom, it's your dad. Maybe it's the dog because you walked back into the garden. I don't know. But whoever it is, if they tell you anything besides it sucks, I'm sorry, and I'm praying for you, compare it to what the word of God says. Because they are not the authority on your life. And they are not the authority on the situation. You do not have to listen to them. I don't care if they literally are the smartest person on the planet. You do not have to listen to them. Compare what they say to the word and go by what God tells you. And when you are in the middle of that storm, even though it doesn't feel like it, God will comfort you and he will be there and he will help you discern the truth. Now, he may not reveal the why of it, which drives, it drives me nuts. I don't know if it drives you nuts, but it totally drives me nuts. So he may not tell you the why, but he will tell you that you are loved and that he is with you. All that to say, that's the big overarching theme of Job. Don't have to listen to your friends. Sometimes life is crappy, but as we see here towards the end, God does give an answer and we do see a resolution to Job. Now, the final resolution to Job won't be until next week. I know this is a little more emotional and a little shorter than my last episode, and I know there was only one before it. And the one that comes after it, it isn't going to be like this either. I just wanted to make an emotional plea that in the midst of all of your struggles, in the midst of your learning and everything else that you're going through, you are loved, you are cherished. 
even if somebody means the very best for you, they may not tell you in the best way possible. So please try to have grace with those who are going through trouble, and please try to have grace to your friends who mean well, but may not speak well. And that's it. That's all I've got for Job in this week. I told you it'd be super short. Anyway, if you have any questions or need to discuss anything, please reach out. I'll be more than glad to answer and help you out. If you have any questions specifically about Job that you didn't understand, especially it's really easy to do in Job when you get bogged down with what the friends are saying. And I'm not saying you shouldn't read that because I think you should because it's a good lesson of what not to say or to see the human reasons for things that are happening. They present all the arguments that the world is going to present to you. So it's a good reading for that. I don't want you to skip over the reading. It's a great way to see how the world answers it, but always keep in the back of your mind that that is not how God is going to answer this. And to remember that in your own life, you know, the world is going to tell you how to answer things. And that is not how God is going to do it. He has his, his own way of doing it. And as we know, his ways are higher than our ways, which is good. We don't want a God that thinks like us, because if he thought like us, he wouldn't be God. Now would he? So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful next week. I hope to see you or hope that you come back for me for episode three. And we are going to get to the very end of Job, which by the way, is the best part of Job. And we're going to finish on into Genesis. We're going to get into Abraham. It's going to be a great time. And we've got a lot more learning to do. So I can't wait to talk to you next week. You all have a very precious week this coming week. Bye.